Welcome to Gav Session. My name is Gavin Foster, and I am a K-8 music teacher from Ontario, Canada. I love music, I love technology, I love my job, and I love sharing my successes and my learning. Check it out, and thanks for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Gav Session. Uh, today is currently Monday, December the 17th. However, for today, uh, I'm going to be talking about what was going on in my classes back on November 20th. Now, uh, I've got some good news, and that is, with luck, I should be able to catch up on all of uh, my podcasting this week, uh, and then it will keep us sort of up to date so that I am where we are, where we are currently. Um, and the bad news is um, just kind of with the way things have fallen over the last couple of weeks. So um, my last uh, day when I got to see uh, my classes that I'm podcasting about, I had to be away for an emergency. And so they had a supply teacher, so they didn't end up doing um, much of what I had uh, hoped they could do. Uh, and then this week, because it is the final class before the winter break, uh, I always kind of suspend all of my teaching and we play a game. We play some uh, some holiday quiz shows, some holiday game show Jeopardy. So um, I actually, uh, I, I'll catch everything up this week, but the last time I actually really sat down with the kids uh, was November 26th. So uh, I'm not going to be kind of picking this back up again until January, but I do have uh, some other news coming your way. So stay tuned. And uh, I've got some interesting things happening uh, that I'm going to be talking to you guys about over this episode. So uh, yeah, don't go anywhere and we will uh, jump right into what's been going on with me. All right. I just had to put a little musical interlude in there because uh, more so than normal, I've been feeling quite musical uh, the last little while. So um, if I can talk about sort of what's been happening for the last uh, little while, maybe why I've had uh, had some radio silence for a while. Um, as as people who listen to this know, so as, as well as uh, um, uh, being a podcaster, I am a full-time working music teacher uh, for an elementary school. And um, my choir has had an awful lot of, uh, of performances or, or gigs in the last little while. Um, it's one of those things where a lot of stuff kind of fell into our lap and it all kind of fell into our lap at exactly the same time. And as a result, it meant an awful lot of uh, work and not a lot of spare time left. So, um, our, our school used to have like a, like a, a sister program located down the street, which, um, last year was their final year and the, the program has moved schools, but, um, that program had its own music teacher and she was very good at getting her music department kind of out into the community. Uh, and one of the things she did was she used to uh, perform at, uh, at our local chapters store. Um, and so she would bring her, her, her bands and her groups and they would go and they'd perform there and it would be a, a fundraiser for the school. So when she left our school at the end of the year, I, uh, contacted chapters and said, uh, I guess I'll be taking over, um, that, that part of it. And so we had scheduled a, uh, a concert at the very beginning of December. It was a Monday. I want to say maybe the third, um, 
and yeah, that was great. And then, uh, I received an email from the school board not too long ago asking me if I would, um, perform, um, they wanted a, a school choir to do some caroling at a, a city event, an outdoor event for the city, uh, city of Belleville where we live. And so I said, Oh yeah, I, I can bring a choir to that. And they said, great. That's going to be uh Friday, Friday the 7th. And I went, Oh, okay. So that's a show Monday and Friday of the same week. Okay. I guess we can make that work. Uh, and then almost, almost instantly after that, my principal called me in and she said, Hey, we're going to be doing our, uh, our Christmas or our holiday festive night for families and parents again. I'm like, Oh, that's a great idea. And she said, do you think the choir could sing and maybe, you know, maybe do, uh, maybe do some caroling or maybe we could, uh, you know, just do, just do something to get all the parents uh, singing along. I'm like, yeah, sure. Sure. When is it? And she goes, Oh, it's going to be a uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, December the 11th. And I went, okay, that's busy. That's uh that's a show Monday and then Friday and then Tuesday. I'm like, okay, we can, we can, we can probably make this work. Um, and then, uh, on, I want to say the Thursday before. So this is like November the 27th. Uh, I got a panicked email from, uh, from someone from the community who said, uh, I, I have an urgent problem and I was hoping you could help me. Um, we have a, we have an event, um, for our volunteer organization in town, thanking all the people that volunteer across town and, um, our, our musician backed out. Is there any chance we could get your choir to come and sing? And I was like, yeah, no problem. Sounds great. We'd love to do that kind of stuff. When is it? And they said, uh, it's Wednesday the 5th. So then I went, okay. So that is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then the following Tuesday. So I kind of sat my choir down and said, okay, guys, um, how do we feel about this? And then it wasn't until long after I did that, that I realized I was talking to 10 and 11 year olds who are like, yeah, let's do that. That's awesome. And I was like, great, they're into it. So I said yes to everything. Um, and then when I sent my kind of permission letter home, I was like, these parents are not going to be thrilled with me because these kids are 10 and 11 and there's not a lot of public transit in this area. So these kids are pretty much all bugging their parents for rides, you know, four times in eight days to get them all across the city in different places. So, um, so yeah, so I've been pretty busy with that. Um, and then for those people that have been listening for a while, I talked not too long ago about the CBC music class challenge, uh, which had, which had, uh, uh, come out across Canada this year and my school participated. Um, and I guess I, I, I've kind of I've kind of learned a lot of this kind of through the back door. But one of our students um, lives next door to um, a a uh, radio personality here in Belleville, and so I was uh, just sitting at work one day and I got a phone call. The secretary came running down and she goes, "The radio station called. They want to talk to you." I was like, "Okay." So gave them a call and they were like, "We'd like to do an interview with you." Um, about this CBC Music Class Challenge. Uh, someone from your school showed us the video. We love it. We like to talk to you about it. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, we can do that. So I uh, I uh, kind of arranged things to make it work. And I, I ran in before work one morning really fast. I, I dropped my own kids off at school and I, I ran in real fast at the radio station and ended up doing like a two-minute bit for the radio station and, uh, you know, talked about the school and what our choir does and a little bit about the contest and how it works and kind of what our hopes and dreams were. And, and that was great. I thought nothing else of it. So I went back to work and that was actually the Wednesday of, uh, of that crazy week. And so we were at that last minute, uh, 
concert that night singing for the volunteer organization. And, uh, you know, I introduced the choir and we talked and we sang and I, I talked about the music class challenge and told people they could go to YouTube and look us up and see our videos. Um, and then kind of said goodnight and the kids went home and, uh, and as I was leaving, I got stopped at the door and someone went, Hey, are you, are you the guy with the choir? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And the guy's like, well, I'm from this, uh, this radio station in town. It's actually the competitor radio station to the one I interviewed for that morning. And he's like, we'd love to do a piece on you tomorrow. I was like, Oh, okay. He's like, can I call you at work? I was like, I, I guess. So, uh, so then the next morning, the other local radio station in town called me and asked me all about the contest and asked me about our choir and was like, Oh, what a great choir. These kids are amazing. You know, do you do anything else? And I said, well, actually, you know, we're performing Friday night for this thing in town and we're going to be caroling. So come out and listen to us. He's like, Oh, I'm going to be there too. That's fantastic. Well, if anyone ever needs a choir in town, call this guy, call this choir, they'll come anywhere. And then, uh, and then that was the end of that. So it's been a really busy few days getting this all organized. Um, and, and it's been great. The kids are so excited and the parents, um, despite having to drive their kids all across town, were actually quite happy. They, they got this experience and I got a funny feeling I'm going to start getting, uh, some more calls from some more people who want to see us come out, which really is, I mean, what being a music teacher is all about is, is performing and getting your kids out there and making sure they're excited about it. So yeah, so that kind of, that's kind of why I've been off the reservation for a little while. And then of course we're getting real close to holiday time. So we've got uh, holiday parties and, and commitments and family things and my own uh, uh, gigs and my own, my own stuff in the background. So yeah, it's been really busy, which is why I haven't done one of these podcasts in a little while, but uh, I'm really happy school's been going so well. And uh, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll maybe call that uh, the end of part one. And I will, uh, I'll be back in just a second and we will dive into what happened in part two. All right. So here we go with part, uh, two, where we're going to talk about some tech tools and things that, uh, we've used this week. So, um, as you might've guessed for the last little while, I've been spending some time using a program called band lab, uh, or band lab education. Uh, this week is no different. I have spent some time, um, using some, uh, band lab, uh, tools. And, um, so what I did, uh, let's go back the week before. So the last time uh, we were together, I had the students, um, open up a band lab, uh, uh, audio file. And I had them import their drum bit file from like, uh, like a few weeks before. And then I, sh they had to share them all with me. So basically what I had as a teacher in my band lab is I had all these assignments handed in that were just like 15 second little drum bits. So first thing I do is I went in, I kind of listened to them, checked them out, made sure they were what they were supposed to be. And then, um, you have a feature where you can return the assignment to the student, uh, like ungraded, just like kind of give it back. Um, and so that actually took me a lot longer to find than I envisioned. Um, it took me like probably a good 25 minutes in the evening of playing around with the program to figure out how to, how to give the assignments back to the kids so they could edit them. Cause if you remember, I said last week, once the student clicks submit, they're locked out, they can't edit. The, the file becomes view only. So, um, I figured that out and I handed them all back and I, I have a, a dummy student that I, I created for my class. So I kind of went in and double checked and yeah, once the teacher hands it back to me, I can edit it, which is great. So I went through and I handed it all back 
Um, and then once the kids kind of got there and got started, I said, what you're going to do today is you're going to open that file back up that I sent back to you. And you're going to go into the little figure eight, which is the sign for the loop library. And I said, you're going to go in and you're going to pick some kind of loop, whether it's a bass guitar or, or some more drums or a guitar riff, or they have vocals. Like you're going to, you're going to pick some kind of loop and add it to your drum bit and just kind of see what you like, see how it works. If you don't like it, erase it and try something else. Um, so I played around a bit to see what kind of loops were in there. Um, and here are some of the uh, sort of pluses and deltas, sort of the good and bad to what uh, what you can do with BandLab. So the pluses that I don't always see in other DAWs is your loops are sorted by genre. So you can click a button and they all get sorted by genre. So you've got like drum and bass, trip hop, modern pop, modern hip hop. You've got uh, classic jazz. You've got uh, uh, old school bebop. Like you've got all these little genres that are in there. When you click on the genre, it opens up and then it's sorted by <clears throat> drums, bass, guitar, piano, vocals, whatever keyboards since. And so you've got all these uh, loops kind of sorted in there by genre, which is, which is interesting. Like I, I like that idea. Um, I think it, it narrows the playing field in, in a good way. Cause when you click on all loops, it's like, here's 685 loops and the kids are kind of lost. But when you say, Oh man, I like hip hop. And they go into the hip hop section. There's like maybe 15 loops in there. They can kind of pick and choose stuff they like. So I like, I like that feature where it's sorted by genre. Um, a delta is in some cases it says right next to the loop. It says like this loop is in D minor or this loop is in F sharp harmonic minor. And um, you can't easily alter the audio of it. Um, it also comes up and tells you what the beats per minute of that particular loop are. They're like, this loop is 128 beats per minute, or this loop is 107 beats per minute, this loop is 87 beats per minute. And yes, you can alter the beats per minute, but they don't alter automatically when you drag and drop the loop the way they do in some other DAWs. So for example, if we've got a drum bit thing that we added for 15 seconds, um, nobody knows the, the BPM of their drum bit file because it wasn't something I asked them to pay attention to. So all of a sudden they go to add uh, a bass guitar or they'd go to add some kind of synth loop and they're like, it doesn't fit with the drum beat. And it's because they're all the, all the BPMs are marked except for the one that you import because the one that you imported from drum bit like doesn't have the BPM attached to it. So you kind of have to, I played around with it for a bit and had to reverse engineer it a bit. So I kind of had to take my drum bit file and I had to kind of guess what the BPM would be. And then I had to go and find something that was that BPM. And then when I put it in, it actually still didn't fit. So then I had to like tweak things and, and, and adjust speed of the, the clips a little bit too. So it took, it took a little reverse engineering for me to make it work. But at the end of the day, I said, I'm not having the kids create something they love today. I'm having the kids just kind of go through the experience of listening to these little loops finding one they find interesting and then clicking it, dragging it and dropping it into their, into their uh, audio workstation. And then being able to either um, actually loop that 
that piece of music longer and longer and longer, or being able to clip it or trim it or take their own drum bit and extend it for a little while longer and loop it over itself, just to give them the idea of basically how those work. Um, and I, I, even if kids kind of lost their original drum bit file and just played with the loops for a bit, that was really my goal was to get them to play with the loops. So I looked at creating some loops. I looked at, um, how, how is the loop library set up? And that's kind of where I want the kids to do. I want them to find the loop library. I want them to kind of explore how it's set up. I want them to listen to a couple and drag and drop a couple into their assignments. So that is pretty easy. Um, I didn't want anything handed in today because I, I want them to have like most of today to just kind of play. And I don't want anyone to feel bogged down by, Oh, we have to hand something in. I don't like it. It's not good. Cause I was feeling I would get some of that already <clears throat> just based on the fact that some of this um, project isn't some of this band lab work isn't totally um, easy and self-explanatory, but that that's my goal. So that's how we're going to use band lab today, this week. And uh, let's talk about how it worked out with the students. Let's go back and look at uh, what we did that day. All right. So on to part three, let's talk about what actually happened today. So uh, Mrs. Kerbopel's class came in and first of all, I praised them all for what had happened the week before. I talked about Edmund Fitzgerald and I talked about uh, their little um, reviews they did, their little uh, reflections. And I said, those were great. Uh, I said how proud I was that everyone turned something in and that I had grades for them all because I hadn't previously had that. I talked about how um, all that band lab stuff that was we were kind of waiting on, the drum bit and band lab stuff, how it got caught up. So I basically, when they came in, I kind of gave them a whole bunch of praise for uh, for what had happened the week before. And I said, as kind of a reward, I said, today, um, you, you are still going to be doing some work, but I'm not going to be like collecting. You're not handing it in. Today is just like a, like a, a day where I want you to explore and experiment. And I kind of pointed to my, uh, my Ontario music educators, um, circle of creativity chart, my creative cycle. And I talked about how this is like, uh, like an explore section. So this is just us practicing and trying it. So <clears throat> I launched into the topic. I said, here's band lab. You'll notice I've given you back all your assignments. I want you guys to go into this little figure eight button here, which is the loops button. And I want you to, and I showed them how the loops were stored in genres. And I said, pick something you like and just play around and try it. And I said, here's how you click it and drag it and drop it into your work. Here's how you expand your drum bit file so that it's a loop that plays for longer. Here's how you sort of, you know, expand or, or cut this one. And then I said, let's say you just add, you know, 10 sounds. So I, I literally opened up one of the genres, grabbed like 10 random sounds, threw them in, kind of, you know, put them in different positions in my DAW, clicked play, sounded like garbage. But I said, look, this is just like how it works. You just pick some things, you put them together. And then I said, now you can click and drag and move that over here and you can make this a little longer and you can change the volume. So I just kind of showed them how a DAW works. And I said, your goal today is to kind of play, find something you like. So I, I kind of left it at that. And I knew that I didn't have a lot to catch up on today. So I knew that I was going to be afloat. And that's kind of what I did. I floated around and uh, kids that were off task, I kind of 
sat next to them and got them into band lab and showed them how their work got handed back to them and kind of showed them how to make some loops. Um, and I had a few more kids available today. So Martin was back who I hadn't seen in quite a while. And so I went and talked to Martin. Um, Martin is, uh, uh, he's kind of an interesting kid to me. So when he sits in my class, I hear over and over and over and over again um, from him uh, what a waste of time my class is and how he hates everything to do with music and how he especially hates creating music and what he would, you know, he's okay. He's okay. Listening to music when it's, when it's his music and his choice, but he's not someone who creates music. Um, And then he, he hands me in a lot of, a lot of blank pages and a lot of um, reflections that are nothing but empty spaces. And he hands me in, um, a drum bit file that's basically just like a bunch of random noise, but he's doing something, which is, and he's experimenting and exploring. <clears throat> What's interesting is the other day, Martin's mother was in the office and I was just kind of touching base cause she was there. And I said, uh, yeah, I said, it's, it's too bad. Like I said, he, he, in past years, this is the kind of stuff he really liked. And, uh, and he's just not into it this year. And mom was like, into what? Like, what else are you doing besides the creating your music? And I said, well, that's really all I'm doing. But he tells me how awful it is. And mom's like, well, at home, all he talks about is how amazing it is. And like, he can't wait to get that program more and do more creating. So I'm like, so it's all an act. He's just kind of being obnoxious for no reason. And mom kind of shrugged her shoulders like, well, you know, 13 year olds, that's how they are. See you later. And so I said, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm going to just do a little bit more ignoring maybe of, uh, of Martin's insults towards myself and my class and my ideas and just kind of roll with it and maybe, maybe try to encourage him a bit more to be a little bit more successful. But anyway, uh, he was there today again, told me he didn't like creating music, but then sat down with a laptop and played with band lab for a while and, and dragged in some songs. So I could see that his wheels were turning a bit. That was great. Um, Nelson was there who I haven't seen in a while either. Uh, and Nelson and I sat down and, uh, he was a little bit more confused. He didn't really understand the idea about taking individual parts and making a song. So he was like, well, why is this just, you know, like 18 drums? And I said, well, these are different types of drums. So you pick one or two that you like, and then you scroll down more and here's like a bass or here's a piano or here's a guitar. He's like, well, I don't like any of that stuff. I just like rappers. And I said, okay, so let's build some drums that a rapper would rap over. And he's like, well, rappers rap over anything. I don't, I don't have beatboxing here. You need a beatboxer. So he was just kind of being obstinate. But I think again, eventually once I showed him what he could do, he might not have found anything he liked, but he took the time to kind of listen through. Um, and then Sherry was there today. And so I haven't seen Sherry in my class. She comes to school quite often. She's just been, she's been missing my class. I hadn't seen Sherry in about four classes. And so I was really excited to see her. She wasn't quite as excited to see me, but, um, when she came in, I was like, Oh my God, Sherry, you're here. That's amazing. I said, you're going to come over here for a minute and we're going to, um, catch you up on some stuff. Cause I think she had done the band, um, the drum bit assignment, but had missed everything else. So I sat down with Sherry and, um, we kind of, banged off some of the assignments. And then she was very much like, okay, I know I've missed some stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to take care of this. I just, I don't want to do it right this second. And so I, I kind of backed off. She's a kid who 
if I push her too hard, I know she's going to shut down. So I just kind of said, well, I know you can get this stuff done. It's not like it took everybody else a few minutes. I know you can bang this off because you're, you're a good kid. You're a bright kid. You'll figure this out. She's like, yeah, I'll get it. Don't worry about it. So, um, and then I just kind of floated around and watched the kids do what they did. I don't think anybody was super excited to hand me in anything yet. Um, but I did have a few kids show me, um, call me over and say, listen to this. This is cool. And I, I listened to a few things and I said, yeah, we're going to work a little bit more on it next week and then share them next week. So that worked really, really well. Um, then, uh, Mrs. Krabappel's class left and Ms. Hoover's class came in and I did essentially the identical thing. I talked about Edmund Fitzgerald and talked about the reflections and talked about how great it was to have all this work in. Um, they hadn't handed in as much of the work as the other class had. Cause if you remember from the week before we did a lot of talking uh, after the musical part and I just didn't get them enough work time. So I kind of chastised them a little bit for the fact that um, all of their work hadn't come in. So I said, well, I'm going to show you what the next step is today, but people who haven't finished the step from last week, we're going to go back and do that. So I kind of went in and showed them where the loops were and showed them how to play. And then <clears throat> I did a little bit more floating around again today with them and uh, talked to a few people who hadn't got their work handed in and tried to get that sorted out. And then I ended up, uh, yeah, doing the same thing. A few people really wanted to share with me what they had created. And I, I heard a bit and I said, it's great. Next week we're going to hand it in. And they seemed uh, a little bit more complacent about the whole thing. They, they, they weren't as excited to play they, they were like, I guess we'll sort of click some buttons because he told us to, they were a little bit more complacent today, which is unlike them. So I'm not really sure what was going on, but, but it did. All right. So that, I mean, today was kind of an uneventful day with them. It was a win. It was, it was another, it was another win. I got a day out of them and I didn't argue or fight or raise my voice or kick anybody out. And I basically got done what needed to get done. And people are trying some stuff. I do need to take some time over the upcoming holiday break and really look at my grade book and see what has come in and from whom and who's missing stuff so that after the break, um, I think my report cards are due to the office beginning February. So that means I've got about a month when I get back to kind of blitz all the people that are missing stuff and catch them up. But I think I can do that because my choir will take a break and I'll have a little bit more time. But so that is uh, what happened this week. So, I'm actually going to give you uh, something new in part four this week that I haven't talked about before. So uh, I know I've been talking for a while, but don't go anywhere and we'll talk about part four. All right. So I've got two quick things to talk about in part four today, and I'm very cognizant of the fact that this podcast is approaching 30 minutes, so I'll go pretty quick. Um, but first of all, with the these two classes, so with uh, Kerbopel's class and Hoover's class, where am I going to go in the future? So in looking at the past, I was really excited about the reflections I got from Edmund Fitzgerald. So next week, I'm going to find something else for us to listen to, and I'm going to build a reflection piece for us to reflect on. I really liked that. They seem to really like it. And I do need to move a little faster with Hoover's class in terms of getting um, a story that they desperately want to tell. So give them some more exposure to some stories. So that's going to be coming up uh, next week for these guys. And 
<clears throat> maybe we'll do a little band lab work if I can find something uh, to do. But really what I want to do is, uh, is another reflection piece. So that's what's going to be coming up. Okay. Sh- uh, shocking brand new news. Uh, this is hot off the presses and I will be able to give you some more information uh, later. But if anybody out there in uh, La La podcast land has been listening to Noah Daniel, she has a great uh, podcast called the personal playlist um, podcast. She also has a project with her grade eight students called the P three, which is based on that. Um, <clears throat> essentially it's a podcast where you're asking people about their favorite music and songs that fit a specific purpose in their life. Uh, really, really cool podcast. Check it out. It's awesome. Anyway, I kind of had this idea cause I, I now have this grade eight class, um, who hit a wall and they need something new to do. So I didn't want them to do this project cause I've already started this project and I'm already, you know, almost the end of term. But I said, what can I do with these kids that's new and different? And I had just finished talking uh, with a, uh, a woman named Sarah Lalonde, who has another podcast called K Sera Sera, which I am going to be a guest on any day now. So if you uh, check out the K Sera Sera podcast, you'll see me, uh, hear me talking about uh, my life and what I do for a job. Anyway, um, I, I ended up hearing about Noah Daniel's podcast and checked it out, loved it, and sent a message to Noah Daniel and just said, first of all, good on you. You're doing fantastic work. This is amazing. Uh, secondly, I'm really interested in kind of adapting your podcast for a grade eight class and a project. You know, how would you feel about that? She wrote me back instantly and said, I actually do this project with my grade eight class. Here's how I do it. She sent me like the, the assignment sheet. She sent me the rubric. She's kind of, she's willing to send me some samples. And I saw this is great. And uh, her and I have been talking back and forth about what this project is going to look like for me and how it worked for her. And just in our conversations together, we both had like a, a little epiphany of, well, what if we do something that's a little bit more podcast like, and what if we collaborate and then maybe her grade eight class and my grade eight class could produce something together. We're in like drastically different cities, but uh, you know, with the magic of the internet, that doesn't matter. And we're like, what if we then talk to someone like voice at radio or talk to anchor FM or talk to someone and say, Hey, let's, let's launch this and let's put it out to the world, get some parent permission and see if parents are okay with kids creating a podcast that goes out to the world. And uh, we're in the, we're in the early stages, but I am super excited. Uh, with the ideas we're coming up with. And I've been pitching them to the grade eights who are, again, it's getting really close to the holidays, so they don't really care about much right now. But um, between their homeroom teacher and myself, we're both like, you know, this, this could turn into something really interesting. And we're kind of really pumping it up to them to see if we can get them on board. So anyway, we're really excited. And uh, you might be able to check out another podcast between myself and a collaboration with Miss Noah Daniel. So if you have some time over the holidays, check out her personal playlist podcast. Also check out K Sarah Sarah from Sarah and Lalonde and you'll You'll hear Gav's session as a guest there. And uh, yeah, I will be back later this week to catch us up on where I got as far as November 26th. But I hope everyone out there has had a a good time listening. And uh, yeah, thank you for stopping by. This has been uh, another Gav session. See you later. Hey everybody, thanks for checking out this week's Gav Session. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out all of my podcasts available from the Anchor app or from Anchor FM. Anybody can make a podcast in just a few minutes from Anchor FM. 
If you like what you heard today, please check out the rest of my online personality. You can message me on Twitter at GavSession or check me out at GavSession.com or YouTube.com slash GavSession. Thanks for stopping by.